1: Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And do we ever have the winning combination for score in the studio today? Okay, I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. Rich Jekyll, the award-winning Rich Jekyll. Is That's in the me. Studio
2: with... That's me, Christopher Cross. My heart. Are you wearing pink, or is it just the light coming <clears> through <throat> the window? No, uh, that is my side coming out. Uh, I see. Yeah, well, only real men can. My feminine be side coming yeah. out. Right.
1: <laughs> All right. We also have Lucy Polito of Score in the studio today. Speaking Hi, of feminine
2: side. how are you doing? What's that? I said, speaking of feminine sides, uh, yes, there she is. That's
3: right. I am, and what color am I wearing? All of different colors. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Feminine side,
1: but she made it in a man's world, you might say, right? Yes. Literally all <laughs> over the world for American Express. And uh, in the studio with us today is the local score chapter chair and i don't believe you've ever
4: been on the show before have you lewis lois perry i'm sorry lois no i have not i have missed it up until this point till rich told me i had to count well i thought maybe we were in trouble or something (laughs) here well listen
3: we may be in trouble
2: (laughs) after the show we never know and Uh, did you hear her yeah we're gonna need an interpreter (laughs) all right so um well first of all, uh, what we
1: normally do is tell everybody what score is all about and we've all done it, so Lois, why don't you tell people what score is all about?
4: There you go. Thanks, I'm Chris. A hot seat right off You're, the bat. Thank you, Richard. Just just you know the elevator speech. Just you know, the elevator yeah. speech. First thing I want to thank you guys for your continuous support of our uh, services here in Orlando. As Rich and I go around town to talk about what score is We say, Who knows the radio show? And you'll see hands come up. I mean, it's definitely a plus for us. But SCORE, we're a, um, a part of the SBA. We're the boots on ground for local counseling, mentoring, education. So we're located in Fashion Square Mall. We'll do about 200 seminars this year. Yep. Plus, we've got 50 counselors ready to do one on one counseling. And we've got folks from just about every discipline, every type of industry. If we don't have the industry, we can go into our database of 11,000 people and find them.
1: Okay, so that's Lois uh, giving us the elevator speech on score there. What did she say?
2: Uh, I couldn't (laughs) understand a word coming
1: out of her mouth. Well, (laughs) that's what we normally do next, Uh, Lois. Uh, We normally find out a little bit about our guest. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Are you from this
3: area?
4: You know, I'm not. You've got
2: to be kidding me. (laughs) Listen to her. All right, okay, we'll get
3: to it. I'm here in case there's a need for a A translator here. Uh,
4: as I tell folks when I teach classes, I'm bilingual, and my first language is Southern. Wow. So, so I hope you have a translation software to, to help me here today. Jeff, are you paying attention? Yeah. All right, so once again, are you from around... not? obviously around here but where are you from i was born and raised in west virginia i'm a coal miner's daughter from up one of the Hollas, and i mean seriously on that Uh and my career that was in dallas texas
1: well i don't want to jump from one to the other without having in between um so you were born in west virginia Uh
4: and your father was a coal miner that's right and how did you get up out of there we got out of there through education and hard work, and I don't mean out of there because we love our home state, but not a lot of jobs there. So we, my husband was in the Navy. I finished my degree. So between West Virginia and Orlando, we lived in California. We lived in Iowa. We lived in uh, Nebraska. We lived in Kansas, and then finally made it to Orlando. Uh, to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, and that's where my business career was. Okay,
1: but you said you got a degree in the meantime. Uh-huh. How did you do that, and where? what is it in?
4: Uh, my degree was actually in education. I'm a certified teacher, certified principal. Did you,
1: I mean, did you have to go to several institutions to get that degree, or were I went, you in one place long enough to get it?
4: Yeah, one place long enough to get it. I did my undergraduate before I got married. I went to Marshall University in West Virginia. We are Marshall. We are Marshall. Uh-huh. That is right, and the story is is pretty Bye-bye. Accurate. Pretty factu- pretty, yeah, pretty factual. Were you yeah. there when the, the plane crashed? <laughs> yeah, this is going to take me on radio, but that was my sophomore year of college, and I knew a lot of the people on the plane, so it was a very tough time. I mean, it was, indeed. Yeah, and then we were settled in Nebraska long enough. My husband and I both finished our master's while we were there. I see, okay. Yeah.
1: And so you ended up in Texas. Ended up in Texas. and But you had been in teaching. Uh-huh. Why did you decide to get, what made you want to get into the business world?
4: one thing i wanted to make a little more money, you know right. unfortunately okay. our educators are not paid what they're worth and an opportunity came my way to take my education into the business world but working with children and their parents for chucky Jesus. E. and i started it as a curriculum writer and moved through corporate world and i was vice president of advertising when i retired
1: you were writing curriculum for a, for, a pizza place? Uh-huh. uh-huh for training. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I see. For, for training. Not a training pizza place. For Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, the know, pizza I place. <laughs> I, didn't to, I didn't mean to denigrate
1: it, but it just it didn't sound like the two fit. You know? yep. uh, yeah. Okay, so you were... Uh, it was for the people, and, and that was obviously more than a pizza place.
4: Right, And, and yes. so you
1: had to have other training and right. things that came into Right. There's still
4: one, I believe, up the street. Uh, just down the street. Yeah. Uh, That's uh, probably and, the only one left, isn't it? Oh, no, there's over 500. Still? And, oh, yeah. Oh, my and God. Big push going internationally. <clears throat> They're a billion-dollar company. They're continuing to do Obviously,
3: You well. don't have kits. You don't know about this stuff. Uh, you know, when well. I went
2: to Arizona yeah. over Christmas, uh, it was my what my grandson, yeah, my grandson's birthday, and his birthday was being held at Chuck E. Cheese. That's what it's That's all what? about, and I walked in and said, What is this about?
1: How, how did Chuck E. Cheese get started? Uh, well, yeah, because it seems like it'd be a, an expensive venture to, to start, oh, especially is. when you're up against other." Pizza place. Yeah, it's,
4: right. It's expensive to start and it's expensive to maintain. It's a large capital investment to keep that going because you've got to stay current with what the kids want. But the star was a gentleman by the name of Nolan Bushnell who's referred to as the grandfather of video games. He started, everyone at this table will remember Pong, remember the very first video game. Right.
2: My dad told me about that one. Yeah, yeah right. That
4: right. <laughs> was just one ball that went back and forth. Right. And of like course, that diving. exactly. And that was a crazy, an immediate hit. And he saw working with his kids and this video game, there was just this natural connection between it. So he was the brainchild behind Chuck E. Cheese's got it started and then the company i was working for actually came in bought it out of bankruptcy because sometimes entrepreneurs don't always have the business skills yeah. to to make it run yeah, and, we talk about that a lot yeah, around here all the time and, and nolan really fell into that category brilliant man but just didn't have as much business skill to keep it going so Showbiz Pizza, which went down the street, started oh, a yeah. Showbiz Pizza years ago, probably 40 years ago now. Um, we came in as a management team, bought them out of bankruptcy, and then turned it into this billion-dollar company.
1: Okay. Was it the original... Uh
4: entrepreneur's idea to have the animatronics yes uh it sure was and you know when that started that was extremely revolutionary you go in today and it feels a little dated yeah and some of the press that has been coming out recently is they're testing taking those away and it'll be interesting to see what the consumer response is because that's definitely part of what makes Chuck e. Cheese's Chuck e. Cheese. You're not kidding. You know, we always talk about you've gotta have your USP, your unique selling proposition. Chucky is pizza games in the show. So it'll be interesting to see what this next generation of parents and kids. It's being very interesting because p- little kids. kids really love they that love place. It.
3: I mean, mm-hmm. once you get past nine or ten years mm-hmm. old, maybe it's not so great. But little kids love it. Yeah. I got my uh,
2: picture taken with every one of the characters, okay. so it's not just little kids.
1: <laughs> and in a way, of that not to you know use a pun here, but that cheesiness. It's kind of what makes it work. It is. It is. (laughs) Oh, no.
4: You know, when you really think it through from a psychological standpoint, the average family in America will never make it to Disney World or Disneyland. It's way too expensive. It has
1: become, yeah.
4: It's just way out of their price range. So this is their neighborhood entertainment spot. Can't compare it to Disney. There's nothing that compares to Disney. But for a lot of families, this is the character that they know that they grow up with, that they can give a hug, they can get their picture made with. So it's, it's important in growing up. And as Lucy said, maybe at 9 or 10, it really starts aging out at 8 yeah. once the kids get in all the activities.
1: Yeah, that's what uh, I believe it was the experience with McDonald's as well. And, and perhaps this is an opportunity for Chuck E. Cheese, but they seem to be getting away from that. You know, they've actually phased out Ronald McDonald. He's gone.
2: Yeah, but he yeah. was ugly, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> He but, was scary and ugly. But,
1: yeah, but guess what? He brought a lot of people to he, those he restaurants. Did. I he mean, did. the whole idea was that it appealed to the children, the whole Happy Meals and things. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you used to see him all over the television. And if you yeah. notice, he's gone. Yeah. I mean, his, that care, he's going to be in the Macy's parade for a couple of years, and that's mm-hmm. it.
2: Yeah, because it, it scared the kids. No, it's not. What yeah. It
1: is. No, it's not because it worked for what 40 or 50 years. Yeah. Occasionally you had a scared child, but they were trained, the the guys that were Ronald McDonald's were trained how to deal with that. That's right. And so scared uh, me. Right. Because you're afraid of clowns, <laughs> 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 which is why you're afraid of me. <laughs> yes, you know, exactly. But the point is, is that appeal to the very young child, mm-hmm. you know, was, was was a hook. Yes. You know, Ray Kroc, the idea was you get him as a kid. First of all, that kid's going to beg his parents to take him or her to
2: McDonald's. That's right. Right.
4: right. And, the nag and,
1: factor. And, and if you get the price uh, point right, you have mm-hmm. a nice, clean restaurant, so mom's not, you know, afraid mm-hmm. to use the bathroom that's there, right. you're going to bring them in, and they're going to come back, and you're going to have this generational turnover. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, they have decided to get away from that. And perhaps Chuck E. Cheese's will too, as you said. We'll see what happens when we'll the show
4: see. My understanding is they're in a phase of evolution right now. Right. And, and that's very slow for a system the size of a Chuck e. Cheese's or a McDonald's. So you're it'll right be hidden. very interesting to see where both of those land... Because today's consumers, they're changing a lot. The millennials are really changing the restaurant landscape. Fast. Indeed, they are. Very fast. They change fast. Very fast.
1: All right. Speaking of very fast, the time goes by very fast when we're here doing the show. And the first uh, segment is about to wrap up. So we're going to take a break and come back. Once again, we're speaking today with Lois Perry. She's the local score chapter chair.
2: And uh, that means she's Rich's boss. She's the head honcho, unfortunately. <laughs> That's right.
3: That's why we are in our best behavior today. <laughs>
2: These women boss me around like it's no so. tomorrow.
1: Well, when we come back, we're going to find out how Lois got from vice president, you said, of Chucky E. Cheese to uh, being the local score chapter chair. Sounds Uh, good. All right. So uh, stick around for that and more Southern cooking, you might say. Oh, brother. (laughs) Cheesy. Really cheesy. All right. (laughs) right, Please don't forget the score website is orlando.score.org. And that's where you can find out about all the seminars and things. We're going to talk about the lunch and the coffee series when we get going here again with the show. But all of that you can find at orlando.score.org. And you'll find us on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And boy, do they ever have a winning combination over at Score. And that's why you need to take advantage of it, ladies and gentlemen. They have all of these great volunteers over there. Some 50 or 60 here in the Orlando office. Right. And they are just loaded with experience from all over different parts of the business world and literally the, the world itself. Like Lucy here, vice president of uh, American Express International Operations, took you all over the world. Yes, it did. I enjoyed that very much. Did, it, I, think I, did I ever ask you what was your favorite country outside the United States <coughs> and your own country that you came from? I think Austria is one of my favorite countries. Because of the. the I just the scenery, the architecture, and the, architecture
3: and, uh, the food, also. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy Austria a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: All right, and of course, Rich Jekyll is here. And Rich, you went here all you went around the world a little bit too, didn't
2: you? Yes, I went to Africa and caught the, the pox and no, got I back. Mean, while you were in the in, in the business, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I traveled all over. Yeah, they had and you down in
1: Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico
2: started office. that office. Boy, was that something else. Yeah. Rich, al- I
4: also traveled the world for Uncle Sam back during Vietnam days. Yes, we I want did. to always
2: remember that. That's right. Yes, I did.
1: All right, so uh, I am Christopher Hart, and that voice you just heard is Lois Perry, the local SCORE chapter chairperson. And you made it big in Chuck E. Cheese's and made it up to the vice presidency. Where was that at?
4: Where were you located at? at in Irving, Texas, which is right at the airport at DFW. Right, okay. Yeah, great location. That's
1: where the football stadium is or that's was. That's right. right yeah, it's
4: very close.
1: What, um, What then... You, I take you retired from mm-hmm. the business there. What brought did. you to Orlando?
4: My daughter. We have only one perfect daughter, and <laughs> she lives here. She's a nurse, and her husband is a police officer. He works for the wonderful Orlando Police Department. Oh, well,
1: make sure you tell him we thank him so yes, very much absolutely. Yes, for his service. Yes. Yes. Continuing
4: continuing service. service absolutely. That's right. We are big supporters of law enforcement yes. around here.
2: So if the daughter's perfect, she takes after your husband.
4: Yes. <laughs> she does. <laughs> She, she doesn't. She's within striking range. She of is here. definitely uh, dad's I'm gonna girl.
2: A, I'm going to get a pay cut. Um, get the, it Pay the, cut. I, I don't it. make yeah, anything right.
1: anyway. Okay, okay, that's right. You're all volunteers, <laughs> right? So you you sort of followed your daughter uh, mm-hmm. to to Orlando right. here. And how did you get involved in Score? Did had you
4: heard about Score before? Or what I had what never even heard the word Score before. And you know, we laugh It's such a best kept secret.
3: The only one that knew scorer is rich because he always wants to score.
4: Oh, wow. oh, Lucy! Oh my goodness! I'm not touching that. The them, truth um, does hurt, though. <laughs> am I. Sorry, sorry, Christopher. Uh, I, I, I try on to on keep loose. him under control. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. You know, it's very interesting. The two people I'm here with today have had the biggest impact at my career at Score. Lucy Polito, not only is a score colleague, she's my next door neighbor oh, and my yeah. very best friend. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and got to know Lucy as she's walking her little puppy dog out in the yard. And after a couple of months of retirement, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've made a mistake. <laughs> you started <laughs>
1: bouncing off the wall. Yes. Yeah, your yes. And, and my husband too. says,
4: you got to figure something out and really didn't want to go back into the, the corporate world. So, right. we're talking to Lucy about volunteer opportunities and We'd never talked about our past careers. She said, what did you used to do? And as soon as I said, advertising, restaurants, executive management, she says, don't worry, I got it for you. Introduced me to the guys at SCORE, and I absolutely love it, love what we do, love helping the clients. And then I met this gentleman, Mr. Rich. And Rich started That would be me. That would be Rich. Yeah. Yes. And Rich has been my mentor at score pretty much since day one. So so anything you don't like we can blame on Rich. Well oh. the problem is um I get blamed for both of them, and that is a serious oh, problem. That's right, you recruited right. both. She recruited right, me. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, she's she's responsible for both of us yeah, being there. She
2: hounded me like a dog with a bone. <laughs> man. Right. So you you started as as a
1: volunteer, just started as a volunteer, obviously you're still a volunteer. Yeah, but I don't absolutely. Mean, I'm just, just yeah. sort of trying to right. sort of rank
4: things right. here. Right, and um, so you worked for a while mentoring mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I should sure loved it. Well, in all businesses. Because running a business is the same, whether it's a restaurant, a graphic shop, a, a yeah. staffing agency, whatever. There's just tenants of running a business that you absolutely have to do. And Rich kept pushing me. He says, we need to get you more involved. So I became head of the marketing team, which was illogical. A, a and I
2: was chapter chair at the
4: time, and, mm. and he he was really pushing me to, to keep moving in the leadership. Then he starts buying me beers. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, that <laughs> and, works with everybody. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> uh, I mean, there's Christian something happening here. here. You know? yeah. <laughs> and after about six months, he convinced me I really should should think about chapter chair.
3: I'm disappointed, Lois. You fell for beer. I fell for beer. So did, I did you? Did. Uh, I, I never had and had a beer and you. I, I don't do that because you don't offer something better than that. you know. I'm well, a classic board. It, it sounds to me,
1: he, he's like the guy who made the deal with the devil, and the only way he can get out of it is to make somebody else take the deal <laughs> for him, right? That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> take this money. exactly so, uh,
4: right. <laughs>
1: so tell us, the, what, what exactly does it mean to be, because usually the top dog in something like this especially is the one that has to work the most.
4: Yeah, I do put in a lot of hours, and I put it in I, for the love of what I do. I do, I oversee the administrative piece of it, which is just the glamorous head office person. I mean, keeping the budget going, a lot of fundraising, uh, keeping everything in checks and balances. We've got an amazing uh, executive committee. That is is really my right hands to keeping everything done, and Rich is on that committee. He's what? one of my top advisors. Yeah. Do they function more like a board straight. of directors? Yes, of exactly, okay. Exactly. Okay. exactly, board yeah. of advisors.
2: She never listens to a thing, but she right. at Probably least suggestions.
4: You know, that's where the marketing <laughs> side
2: role today,
4: and huh? you figure out how to smooth them to get them to agree with what you on it (laughs) but no they're they're a great group of folks that that help manage this organization after that it's just keeping the team moving toward the common goals when someone starts moving out of line a little bit i'm the one that gets to sit down and say appreciate what you're doing but we need to get you back to center we're focused on our clients and their success We've got folks that have been very heavy hitters in the the business world, whether it was running their own business or through uh, corporate uh, organizations. And we just have to always remember that we're there for the client. It's their needs. It's not a forum for you to um, keep promoting what your successes were in the business world. So I do a lot of coaching off the coaches, if you will. And otherwise, it's just... Head cheerleader, I guess, is the best way to You have to realize this is
3: really not an easy job in a sense because... I would say that we are all Type A personalities because yeah. we've all been successful at whatever we have done. Yep. So to exactly right. manage that group, it takes a certain amount of talent, and I think Lewis does an outstanding job in that. Yeah. It's trying
2: to, it's like trying to herd cats. Yeah. Or, or yeah. You know, coach a team of all all stars. Exactly. Oh, and that, that's
4: exactly and right. The problem
2: is we're all volunteers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know you got to be careful how you manage us. Right. She because can't we threaten can just us with hey. anything
3: except rich. You know, <laughs> and then then we're we behave. That's it's it. right. It's you it.
2: know, my birthday's coming up in two days, and hey, here you guys you are gift. beating oh, the hell out oh, of me. I already
1: oh, gave
3: you your
2: gift. Yes, you did. Happy birthday, Rich.
1: Well, thank you. So, um, you chapter chair, uh-huh. and uh, is it taking now more time out of your personal life than you expected, or is you finding a nice balance going on um,
4: here? It takes up a lot of time, but it's really good because of the difference in uh, personalities between me and my husband. <laughs> My husband calls Score the best babysitter he's ever found. <laughs>
2: you know, he thanks me all the time, <laughs> Lucy and I.
4: Because it, it gives me something for the energy level that focus. I have. Something, i got a lot of free because on. of that, too. Yeah. I, hear I hear you. But very high-energy person. And when you find a passion and something to work against... It's not work. I go to the office to have fun. I go to the office to visit with people. But in addition to the administration, I'm still very active teaching. I've kept a smaller group of clients. I don't take on a lot of new clients because of time commitment. But I love working with the clients. I love teaching the classes. Just really have a good time.
1: And once again, this is Lois Perry. Uh, Local SCORE Chapter Chair. Do the Local SCORE Chapter Chairs get together like once a year for a convention or something? Because once again, ladies and gentlemen, SCORE is a national
2: organization. Right, 390 offices. And some over 10,000 or so volunteers. You can
1: go to the website for the national chapter at SCORE.org. The Orlando chapter is Orlando.score.org. And then the national chapter is score dot org. So, do you get together to, and, and sort of trade ideas? Yeah, we sure do. Notes?
4: We meet several times a year. Several we're, times. Uh-huh, we're organized like a lot of national organizations are. We have a, a district, which is the the Central Florida district, and we go from Orlando to Melbourne, Flagler, Jacksonville, back around, and pick up Gainesville. Uh, Mid-Florida, which is a combination of the Ocala Villages area. And then for some reason, we go west and pick up Citrus County. No one can figure out why that's in our district. That's just north of Tampa. But we love those guys over there. It's a a great deal. Mm -hmm. So we meet at least twice a year with that group. And I also serve as assistant district director from the marketing perspective. So if the guys need help on a project, I'll jump on the phone or go to their market whatever to, to help them so we're a local support for each other then we're we've got uh, regional structure and we get together at least once a year in regional meetings that was here in Orlando uh, two weeks ago wasn't it rich yeah, I close was out to on that, that yeah. about two weeks ago and then once a year we come together nationally and the purpose obviously is what's new and what's changing in school but the big thing is trading best practices i've gotten so many accolades of instituting so much in orlando I'm not that smart. All I do is go to these meetings and find out what's working in other chapters and figure out how we can bring it back here to our
1: clients. Okay, once again, this is Lois Perry, local SCORE chapter chair, and as you heard her mention earlier, SCORE is located in Orlando, in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. On the west side, just parking garage there on the west side. Look for the vines when you get out of your car there. You got it,
2: man. The green vines.
1: That's right. And when you go in there, if you go in there during the weekdays, business hours, you might even run into Lois. You might even run into Lois and Rich. Hey,
2: real people, by the way.
3: Uh, But you will find a real person there. That's that's right.
4: right. Real people with on the ground experience. Okay. All right. We
1: have to take another break. When we come back, we'll be talking more about score. We'll get into the breakfast, I'm sorry, the coffee with the leader and lunch with the leader series and how those came about and how successful they are and uh, where they're going with that from here. And don't forget BizFest is coming up, too. Now in just a couple of months, it seems like now, right? it is. And you'll need to go to, once again, the website to uh, find out more about that and pre-register. It is a free event, but we'd love you to pre-register at Orlando.score.org. And we'd love you to stick around because we're coming right back with more of What's the Score. Hey, welcome back to What's the Score? This is the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination. And Score's got a great winning combination here in Orlando with dozens of great volunteers like Rich Jakel, who's in the studio today, Lois Perry, who is this local Score Chapter chair, who's our guest today, and, of course, Lucy Polito of Score as well.
2: Our other uh, co-host. And, by the way, how come you always get to do the lead-ins? After the commercials Next one that come up, you're going to do it. And you always forget. You always tell me, okay, you're going to do it, and then you forget about it. (laughs) Do I? (laughs)
1: Oh, no, you're doing it on purpose. (laughs) No, never. All right, I am Christopher Hart. And once again, we're speaking with Lois, and uh, she has a fascinating history, as do all of the volunteers at SCORE. And they're there to offer that history to you so that uh, you can save some steps and some money in the process lois you worked with a a major public corporation correct Mm -hmm. and now you're working for a non-profit corporation uh, other than the
4: personnel issues, mm-hmm. what is what are the different challenges that oh, wow. you've seen that um, really jump out at you? Managing oh, the people boy. is number one. And I think Rich would agree because he was a, a prior chapter chair. And because it's a whole different dynamic. It's a different dynamic as Lucy says we're all type A. We're yeah. all we've all been the leaders and, and our meetings are a hoot. Sometimes <laughs> I've got to just kinda of beat on the table to, mm-hmm. to get us back to oh, order. I can imagine, yeah. yeah, it gets Don't pretty, me, pretty <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and, (laughs) (laughs) volunteers, they don't have to do the job. I mean, we've got to continue to engage them so that they stay true to the mission of what we're doing. So people management is the big one. The other one is fundraising. I mean, I guess I did fundraising and marketing from the standpoint I was selling on television to the little kids to go nag their parents to come to (laughs) Chuck E. Cheese's. But to sit down with local business leaders to um, one-on-one sell them on the score story to raise money because we've got to raise quite a bit of money just to meet our budget every right. year because we get we get a federal subsidy but it's very, very small. Very small. So that's probably the two biggest differences. The other is managing a budget with the numbers that we have. When I first looked at it, I looked at Rich, and I'm like, where are the other zeros oh, in is this he, Is this for the first quarter or <laughs> the first month? Yeah, yeah, the really. first week. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's been a big change, having to be very creative with resources.
1: The uh, The score, uh, local score chapter here has been around some 50 plus years now 51 mm-hmm. years right mm-hmm. does anybody keep any like records or uh, you know as to you know how the well the
2: people that are mentored do in the business world is there any sort of gauge no not really and plus I went back and tried to find records from the old days to find out who were the leaders back then there's nothing mm-hmm. nothing uh, wow. written now we've started keeping more accurate records mm-hmm. and stuff
4: like part, that part, you, you know right? exactly like you go back 50 52 years ago we didn't have the technology to keep no. these type of records yeah. and paper records Because we've been curious as
1: to who started the
4: local school yeah. chapter yeah i don't know i've and tried we, to find I that find out. It. I find it. out i get back as far as bob Shepard. right who was chapter chair for many years And that it kind of stops at that point. No one knows who was uh, before Bob. Prior to Bob, yeah. Uh,
1: Of course, now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there. And uh, if you're I'm, out there, out there, I'm, I'm out there and uh-huh. are in a situation like Lois that you'd maybe just retired or something mm-hmm. and you're looking at something, maybe something that would, you could do with your time, your extra spare time that would be very satisfying to you. They're always looking for volunteers. <coughs> Absolutely. School, Absolutely. Right?
4: Absolutely. And, and if, you know,
3: if you if you're retired uh, and you have been successful, one of the great advantages that you have is. The possibility of giving back. And I think this is a great way of doing it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think most of us have are there for that reason.
2: That's exactly right. Amen, sister.
1: Now, they, the SCORE uh, organization offers up the mentorship program, which is basically one-on-one or one-on-several advice. Correct. Uh, that SCORE offers the, where the, the the experience is being offered up for the big F word.
2: The big F word, which is free. free. Right. Right. Um,
1: but once again this is a non-profit organization and they do need to generate some revenue now on the seminars you do have a and it's a it's a minuscule cost you know when it you really is. think about it I it know. is uh and this is now some Programs that you offer, there is no charge. That like is the correct. introductory to mm-hmm. SCORE. You, Very good. Very you, good. This idea and what SCORE can do for you. Very good. Also, the Coffee with a Leader series, I believe, is is free.
4: Is free. We have an anonymous donor who came forward this year and said, Coffee with a Leader is the best program we have going. I don't want you to charge for it because we were about to start charging about $10 for attendees. And we had a person come through and write us a check to do it for the entire so who year. Is it? Rich. Anonymous. anonymous. Oh, 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 I thought you, bet know you know said what I mean. anonymous. <laughs> what I have to put up
1: with? <laughs> by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to be a donor to SCORE. Sponsor. A sponsor yes, or sir. just a donor, and, and you can either get the credit or not. Exactly. And they have a lot of events where they can offer you recognition Absolutely. for your sponsorship. Um, you can go to Orlando.score.org. And I don't think I've given out the phone number so far today. Shame no. on me. 407 420 4844 is the phone number at the local score office and once again if you call during normal business hours you will get a human being who will answer the phone Like
2: me I did it all morning this morning All right so that's
1: 407-420-4844 and that is the local score office in the
2: Orlando Fashion Square Uh when is uh you going to start when are you going to start selling Sponsorships at BizFest.
4: Uh, we are selling now. Oh, you're doing and, now? Yeah, and the tables, they're, they're making. I should have known that. You should there have known that, Richard. Slept through that executive committee you, meeting. And once again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to
1: orlando.score.org to find out how to be a sponsor for yes. the BizFest event. And just
4: give us a little brief uh, of what you're expecting to do this year at BizFest. Oh, Fest. my gosh. BizFest is the most exciting thing we do every year. It's going to be held May 2nd, right now. In our offices, we pretty much take over the uh, National Entrepreneur's, entrepreneur's Center. Center. In, in uh-huh. which there are state-of-the-art classrooms there yes. as well as offices. Right. And we will have a business expo, which is where the sponsors' tables are. And uh, that way you can interact and connect one-on-one with the entrepreneurs who are there. And our attendance averages... 325 to 350 people there. So if, if you want to network,
2: network, yes.
4: Absolutely with entrepreneurs or, like I say, business influencers, this is the place to come. There's a lot of opportunity to visit. So we'll have the business expo where you can visit the various tables. And we're very particular who we sell to, which sounds kind of strange. But we look for folks who are in the space of helping small businesses. Right. We want this to be a resource yep. when the entrepreneurs mm-hmm. come in to be able to go in and talk to a banker who's a specialist in the small business. to Talk to an accounting firm that specializes in small business. So that's a, a big piece of it. Then the state-of-the-art training rooms that you talk about, we're going to have four different seminars in this in there this year. We, one of our major sponsors is going to be Google. Probably a name most of you guys have heard before. Uh, Google, of course, I laugh Google and Amazon pretty much own the world today, it seems like. But Google's technology platform is amazing what it's doing and what tools there are for small businesses that don't cost them anything. They just need to know how to use it. So Pamela Starr, who's a uh, works with Google, she'll be teaching... How to get found through Google. And then another one on maximizing your website. We have so many clients who come in and say, I spent X number of dollars to do my website, but nobody's coming. Mm -hmm. Just because you build it doesn't mean that they'll come. Mm -hmm. So Pamela will give you tips on how to, to get your website found, how to maximize that real estate, if you will, that you own. See, this is why we need TV. Okay. I'm doing she's, quotation she's right. marks yeah, here. You <laughs> see this,
1: kid, I'm telling you. So these are some of the things that will be offered at BizFest. That's right. And, uh, of course, that's, that, that SCORE offers year-round in various yes. aspects. Um, the BizFest is the major networking opportunity, the major introductory opportunity, if you've never you know, heard of SCORE before right. and yeah. never we, been over we there We also before.
3: will have some
4: mentoring uh-huh. We'll have people available. Yeah. Then, Speed uh, counseling. It Speed it. counseling, yes. as well as roundtables with two industry experts, one on sales, one on social media. So lots of opportunities. Two other panels that we're going to be doing your seminars. One will be on funding. Obviously, a number one question for small businesses. We get that every day. Yeah. I need money. Where do I go? So we'll have education on that. And the fourth one I'm really excited about, Excited about the last four years we've done a pitch fest where small businesses came in, pitched their business, and won a small check. This year we're going to circle back with those folks and do a Where Are They Now? Oh. Entrepreneurs want to hear from other entrepreneurs. What's been su- successful for you? What's mm-hmm. working? We have had amazing winners in, in those contests. So we're really excited about that. I Think that'll be fun. And
1: once again, you can go to orlando.score.org to pre-register for that. It is free, and you know, well, you're welcome to just walk in that day, but it's better if you pre-register. You'll get a name tag and all of that stuff. And that's at orlando.score.org. Once again, today we're speaking with Lois Perry, and she's the local Score chapter chair. Thanks to Rich, and you can thank uh, L- the- Lucy. <laughs> Lucy for Rich. So we got sort of like the real round table. Holy cow. Uh, So once again, Orlando. You're going to be
2: broadcasting there too, aren't you?
1: We'll be doing a live broadcast there. My Orlando Adversaries. Orlando. American Adversaries (laughs) Radio Show. And uh, of course, five to seven. And uh, during that time, the, the keynote speaker is usually speaking and wrapping up the day's events. Except for... I anticipate you'll have once
4: again the we will have a cocktail party yeah yes we we have a good time just to be able to visit with everyone that's where this program started it it absolutely did what three years ago going on three years yeah it was the inaugural
1: biz fest yes Yes. right Uh Right. yeah
4: exciting
1: yeah so once again orlando.score.org is where you can pre-register for the biz fest or any of the other offerings that score has and that's of course where you can you find these offerings. You'll get a little synopsis of what the, the seminars or the programs are about. You'll also get a, the, you know, the date and time. And if there is a charge, the charge will be there. But I believe that the most you charge for any one seminar is like $30. $35. 35, 35. Yeah. I mean, that is just dirt cheap for, yeah. for what you're going to come away with. Yeah,
2: you, you can... You can actually subscribe to our calendar, our, our monthly calendar. That's right. We right? that monthly enough. newsletter, That's monthly right. calendar.
1: Please do that at orlando.score.org and, and encourage your friends and family members who are in business for themselves. Even if they don't express a desire to hook up with Score, just get them maybe to sign up with Score and they may see something. Who knows? Yeah. In a week or a month or a year that, they, that at that moment they needed it. So that's orlando.score.org, and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score and Lois Perry, the local score chapter chair. Okay, welcome back to the show. I am Rich Jekyll of Score, <laughs> <laughs> and in the studio with me today <laughs> is Christopher <laughs> You said you wanted to do this. I know. You really did I back know. Down in a Jeez. <laughs> I know. This is sad. (laughs) Just wanted to make sure you knew I didn't forget. (laughs) And uh, our guest today is Lois Perry of local uh, SCORE chapter chairperson. And of course, Lucy Polito of SCORE is in the studio with us today. And, you know, Lois uh, opened up the show talking about, well, you issued a, a, a thank you.
4: gratitude
1: absolutely Uh, and that has to go to the salem media organization here of orlando salem media group orlando is who is sponsoring this show and who provides the airtime and all the great professionalism that it takes to produce this show and we literally literally just walk in sit down and start talking that's right that's That's all we have to do because of the great professionalism that salem media orlando has to offer and guess what folks they can offer that to you too as well and then you also say I think it was on the air it might have been during the break i get a little confused sometimes that when you go around and you have meetings and you ask people if they've heard about the show
4: what happens uh, we have lots of hands go up and i hate to tell you but rich jakel is becoming a local celebrity yeah, and that's that's folks, i'm a folks media star say, you
2: know I, you knew i always in me didn't you
4: oh, for my folks are like she is so full i can't
2: believe it
1: okay <laughs> Okay, Lucy least she does. She does you. Um, but anyway, the uh, Salem Orlando can provide the same celebrity to you. All right, and it really does come from people hearing you on the radio, and they can hear you on the radio or at least your message on the radio. It's real easy to do, and it's not as expensive as you might think it is. And the best way to find out if it can work for you is to call Bill Files. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Orlando. He's been here, I guess, five or six years now. Yeah, He's done a great job we started. at this station. Once again, it's his decision that makes this show possible. That's Bill Files at 407-618-1760. He also has a great sales staff. He'd love to give you a tour of the station and and, and talk to you about how radio can be an effective means to get your message out there. And it really is effective in a lot of ways. First of all, it's everywhere. And people listen to it all the time. Especially
2: your target market.
1: That's right. And 95% of Americans are going to listen to their radio this week. Certainly not, maybe not all of this station. We wish they would. But the point is, radio is still an extremely effective means to get your message out there. And especially with talk radio, which is what we do here, and by the way, that is the most listened to format at any given moment. Some 10 plus percent of the people who are listening to their radio are listening to the talk radio format. It is pretty much a one-on-one relationship because most of the people who are listening to that format are listening by themselves. So you're making a very direct personal connection when you use Talk Radio. And you can use it right here in Orlando by calling Bill Files at 407 618. 1760. And, you, you know, Lois, that's part of the price you pay. When you come in here, you get a little bit of celebrity status, and that might rub off on you, too. Well, we can have. Especially, <laughs> especially with that accent. Oh, right? my God. I, I feel like asking you for a recipe. you know, for a, taping snap it. Snap so or
4: something here. You start with a stick of batter.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you. See, now, I was brought up on that Southern cooking. Yeah. So I'm from, from Georgia, and even though we moved down here, the Georgia cooking came with us. Yeah. How come it.
2: you don't have the speak that she has? Uh, probably because I was raised, raised
1: here. I uh, had <laughs> uh-huh. uh, a bit more of an accent when I was a kid. Uh, people would sometimes tease me about it, but uh, I'd say, hey, yeah, but your mama doesn't make biscuits like my mama does. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you do. Oh, left you? Buttermilk biscuits, baby. Yep. And that uh, cornbread. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Lois, um, the, 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 coffee with a leader series. Mm-hmm. What how did, because you already offer dozens of seminars. We do. We why do. why do a particular coffee mm-hmm. with a leader series by the way this is now a weekly series that they hold and it is, it is it's as Lois said it is free and you'll get coffee and pastries and once again, you do need to pre-register for all of these things, whether there's a charge or free or not, because they want to make sure they have enough to go around of everything. That's Orlando.score.org. So why sort of venture out of that already
4: established format of your regular seminars? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting story how this came about. We have our core seminars, which are now up to 28, that we rotate throughout the year, and we get a lot of attendance at those. They're your basic business courses, how to start a business, how to write a business plan. We're always going to need those. But the world is changing so fast today. And at SCORE, we've got to be able to keep that education moving for what the entrepreneur needs today. And the topics are not topics that we necessarily need to reteach once a month. It's something we can teach and maybe repeat it in a year or 18 months. And I hate to correct you, but uh, we do two a month. Instead of weekly, we do two Uh, two a month. I'm sorry. Uh That's That's okay. It's one a month for the lunch series. That that is correct. I'm sorry. Uh That's okay. And um, what my goal is, is to meet an entrepreneur at whatever time of day they can come see us. We fill the rooms up with our coffee with a leader. Our average is 35, 40 people to come in and just talk about whatever the issue is of the day. The next one coming up on March 7th is three must-haves for attracting uh, talent and customers. What do you need to do from an HR standpoint to get the best people working for you and then get the customers in? Our friends from Black Rain, I think Wendy Sellers has been on the uh, show with you. She'll be talking about that on March 7th. I mean, they're just a dynamic group of folks that come together to to help uh, small businesses here in town. Uh, one of the real emphasis that we have at SCORE is social media. You know, when I helped open at that time, it was the uh, showbiz pizza down the road. And for those of you that can't see me, I'm pointing she's down. Pointing, the road. She's pointing <laughs> east up 436 <laughs> here in Springs. That was a showbiz pizza. <laughs> There was nothing like social media available, so I flew in from Dallas, got a bunch of the kids at the store, and we went in neighborhoods and dropped off flyers—probably mimeograph sheets yeah. at that point. Yeah. We went into the the neighborhoods, you know, the strollers and station wagon yeah. neighborhoods at that point, dropped off the uh, flyers, trying to tell good folks old shoe about leather checking. marketing exactly bootstrap absolutely. Yep. Today, business folks don't have to do that. Social media is an amazing tool for small businesses, but they need to know how to use it. So we teach a lot. Coming in on March 21st will be Don Jensen. She's a local social media expert. Her topic is, is going to be really interesting. How do you manage social media while you manage your business? Folks look at us and they say, man, I could spend all day on social media. Well, you can't. You've got too much going on. So tips from these experts can help you with how to maximize your time there. Then coming back middle of April is Mike Smith. He's one of the perennials who comes in. He's from Sales Sales, Coaching One, Mm -hmm. a phenomenal guy, talking about are you a hunter or a farmer? His perspective on how to get leads, and Rich could take that and and talk about it all day.
1: That's the the coffee series. That's the coffee. If I'm not mistaken... And feel free to correct yes. me anytime. Uh-huh. The lunch series sort of grew out of that because of That's the success. That's
4: exactly right. That's exactly right. If we can get people in for breakfast, and and we start about eight fifteen, we get them out of there no later than nine thirty because they've got a busy day. They've got a lot of stuff going on. So can we have success? The same success with lunch. We're not getting as large of crowds in, but if we get 20 people in there to talk about a common topic, we're tickled to death. Actually, Rich Jekyll <laughs> is next up on March 14th. He's doing the March Lunch Talking about improving your credit score. It's because I've got
2: the worst credit score in the whole office.
4: Yeah, well, you may. <laughs> and, and he's always trying to get it improved. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's,
3: uh, that's a very important subject because uh, I, as a mentor, encounter an awful lot of people who want to start a business, don't have too much money, yeah. and 99% of the time it's because they have bad credit. right. So then comes our uh, really knowledge of... This whole credit score and how it works and how you have to improve it before you can possibly think about getting a
4: loan from anybody.
1: Very good. Is there a charge for the lunch series? The,
4: like, Fifteen dollars, but it includes your lunch. we'll feed you lunch for you, it. Right. exactly. And those start at noon and go to about one thirty. So we carve out a little more time for that discussion.
1: And once again, all of these offerings are uh, given at the National Entrepreneur Center. That's that's where they are. They're being held at. Yes, and uh, that's once again at the Orlando Fashion Square Mall there on the West End, and. Once again, Lois Perry is our guest today. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, we try to gear these things towards what's happening in the world today, okay, right. for small business. And that's why each one of these has its own personality and its own information so we can deliver it to people as to keep right. them up up to date. And so
1: you can see that SCORE is constantly looking to, you know, give the people that take advantage of SCORE the latest and most up to date business knowledge there is out there. That's right. That's right. That's what I just said. Yeah, I know. And no. what, I, I, I right. want to make sure everybody understands. <laughs> you. Uh, the, 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 all the, right. The, the point being is, they're constantly scouring for that latest innovation, maybe in how people pay or how people are shopping or whatever.
2: How to hire good people. Right.
1: Uh, the latest uh, that Google has, you know, all of these tools—they're out there looking for you. And often said that SCORE is kind of like if you take advantage of the mentors, they can be kind of like your board of directors, right? Where they're 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 absolutely sort of right on around and, and and looking out for you and making sure that you know about the things that can be either be an obstacle to you or an asset to you. And, and so I please think take the advantage. very
3: important thing is remember a lot of the SCORE uh, info that we give, it's all free. Right. So you know, if you're thinking about starting a business, for God's sake, take advantage of this right. because where else can you get experts for
1: free? That's right. right. And wow, it was, it was the, powerful. Yeah, the whole score experience is to increase your odds of success because they're stacked against you, and it, 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 they just are. So you know, you need to have the best chance of success, and in order to do that go-to-score. Cannot emphasize that enough. And by the way, they're there as much or as little as you can take. Okay? It's up to you and your needs and how they can fill those needs for you. Just want
3: to remind everyone that we also have um, mentors that are bilingual. I being one of them, but we have several others. So... Even if you are not very strong in your English, we're there to help you with Spanish. Right. And I think we have other languages. Yeah. um,
4: Right. Portuguese. Portuguese. German. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Especially
1: now with a lot of folks moving to central Florida from Puerto Rico in particular. A lot of them are going to bring their entrepreneurship with them, and SCORE is there to help them as well, as well as as a lot of other great organizations in the National Entrepreneur Center. Yeah. All right, we're going to have to wrap it up for today. Once again, our guest has been Lois Perry, the local SCORE chapter chair. And uh, please go to orlando.score.org. See the lineup of all the great events and things that they have to offer. Sign up for the newsletter and the alerts. And that's, once again, Orlando.score.org. Until next week, we're out of here. See ya.